educate, empower, elevate. Welcome to the Peak RFP Podcast. Welcome to the Peak RFP Podcast. Luke and Caleb are back with you today, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, one of Caleb's favorite topics, which is deadlifting. Specifically, is deadlifting good? Is it safe? And should we deadlift? Uh, Caleb, I'm going to turn it over to you, but what's your first answer to that? Yes. <laughs> That's correct. That's <laughs> yeah, correct. resounding yes. You know, I think we're both bringing this up today because we've had some recent conversations that just leave us frustrated, which, you know, my little testimonial is my parents are in weight training and, you know, they're in their 60s and right. wanting to build bone density and, and thrive. Super and, important. And, 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 right, just live and age well. Right. And so they're taking personal training and, and their personal trainer, uh, they cycle through a little bit. Well, one of them is a PT. And uh, he does not want them deadlifting. He doesn't want them hurting themselves. And my sister went and visited him and said, hey, can you show me how to do a deadlift correctly? And he talked her out of deadlifting completely. Right. And and that is, to me, unacceptable. Yeah, for sure. To to not be unashamed in saying that. Yeah. Yeah. That's my testimony. And I know you've got a couple too. So Yeah, just just recently in in working with some patients um, who are deadlifting um, because of how good it is and how much good it does for our body, uh, went to see a, a, a physician, a healthcare provider, and cautioned them that, you know, they, this a twofold problem. One, they cautioned them against deadlifting and said, no, I don't, I don't want you to deadlift. Now, my first thought was, you know, does the healthcare provider know anything about deadlifting and, and why we should, why we shouldn't? The truth is probably not. But the second thing that it did was it put this fear into this patient. And this is a big problem that we see, um, which is fear avoidance. Yeah. Of course, you and I are going to talk about deadlifting kind of correctly. Today, we're not going to get into technique a whole lot. We're going to follow up with another podcast, and we'll, we'll dive deep on some technique things. But, um, you know, that fear of not wanting to hurt myself uh, some legitimate, however, it can really take over and it does bad things. So, you know, you know, we, we've got some ignorance out there on deadlifting and that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. We want to give words that heal, not words that harm. For sure. And when we are implementing caution, which I'd use strong language, I was, I would say they're instructed not to, they're told not to, this is harmful for you. Right. Um, that, that really does a lot to our bodies and it's hard, it's hard to thrive when we're afraid. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's jump into a little bit about maybe why we should deadlift and, you know, deadlifting is, is a term that came out of the, the weight training world But when we talk about deadlifting, we're talking about a functional movement pattern that is hinging in our hips and picking things up correctly. Now, there's been, you know, I've got air quotes here, back school, right? Back school for the past 50 years has wanted to teach people how to lift correctly. And patients have all heard, lift with your legs, not your back. Well, if you do that correctly, that's deadlifting, right? And so why should we teach deadlift? Because if people don't learn how to correctly hinge their hips, 
stabilize their core and use their legs, they're going to use their back. So not only do I think that deadlifting is important, I think it's harmful not to deadlift, not to learn how to do this deadlifting movement pattern. Yeah, that's right. And I'm being a little facetious here, but it's not like we ever need to deadlift on a daily basis. There's never something on the floor we have to give, pick up. There's never <laughs> yeah, a box yeah, that has to yeah. be moved. The good thing is everything A grandchild or child. And, yeah, I mean, you know, come yeah. on. We deadlift every yeah. day. We just don't call it that. Correct. And you're right. If we do that incorrectly, we're wearing out our back yeah. because we don't know how to drive through our legs. Oh. So yes, yeah. safe and necessary. Yeah, all healthcare providers, especially us as physical therapists, know the epidemic of back pain. And you know, what again, a word to our healthcare providers, there there should be a huge push for deadlifting because part of 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 all of these cases is people do not know how to use their hips and their legs. And they just use their back muscles, which aren't designed for picking things up from the floor. You know, our, our spinal muscles are designed to kind of keep us erect posturally and make small corrections and keep us erect and good posture. They're not designed to bend and pick up, you know, weight. That's what our hips are designed for. Our glutes are designed for. Our hamstrings are designed for. Our quads. So, again, super important that we learn how to use our hips correctly, um, and work on this type of movement pattern. So that's the quick version of why it's safe. What are what are maybe the benefits? We, we've yep. kind of named one. One is just function. I mean, you do right. this every day. Right. But what are some of the other benefits, maybe even especially to our aging population, the ones who are most often hearing, don't do this. Yeah, I, that's a that's a great question, and this is a super important part. And we've been we've been really hitting this more. And I just want to give a shout out to the uh, ICE folks because it really turned us on here at Peak to getting people deadlifting. Um, and so this is a group of physical therapists that's doing some great work uh, in research and teaching for kind of functional lifting things and and deadlifting. ICE so, is Institute of Clinical Excellence. Thank you, yep. and so. Our aging population, let's say our retired population, right? Bone density is a huge problem. Osteoporosis, osteopenia. Um, patients have all heard things like, you need to do weight-bearing exercises. Yeah, so I'll walk. Right. And yes, walking is weight-bearing. But if you're looking to build your bone density, which happens when you load your bones in gravity, kind of in a vertical position. Think about that. That's how they get strong when we compress them and we load them. That's not what walking is. Usually walking is just kind of gradually falling forward and your feet keep up. So there's not a whole lot of bone density improvement. And patients say, well, I'm walking all the time, but my bone density is getting worse. Or I'm walking all the time and it makes my back hurt. Right. Yeah. I mean, the truth is that we're, I, I see this with so many patients. Your butt and your legs are completely asleep when you're walking. We don't push into the ground and propel ourselves down the road. We just kind of lean forward and, and kind of fall forward one foot at a time. So there's a huge difference in activating your lower half, your legs, and pushing your body down the road. That's a little bit better. Um, but what's even better, and we're starting to see some good research that is showing improvement in T-scores, these 
scores that you get from a, a DEXA machine, a bone density kind of measurement machine, with deadlifting. And so we, we need to load um, progressively, right? So we start with a lower load, good form, and we move into higher loads. But we're seeing some, some very pertinent research on deadlifting and bone density improvement. All of my patients that have osteoporosis are deadlifting. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it's, it's safe and helpful from a functional standpoint. Deadlifting is helpful from a bone density standpoint. Any others that come to your mind just off the bat? Well, pain reduction, right? Mm-hmm. Back pain a lot of times is when my back muscles are talking to me all the time. And if you want to quiet down your back muscles, turn on your glutes, turn on your butt muscles, right? Yeah, right. Right. And so one way to quiet the, the signal that's coming from my lower back, it's usually telling us, look, I don't want to be on all the time, right? I don't want to be working all the time. So let's get your glutes involved uh, and watch what happens. I've seen a big pain reduction by just teaching people how to use their hips. Then their back says, oh, thanks feels good. That's right. And, you know, again, we are having this conversation a little bit more tailored to our aging or older population, you know, and and when we talk talk deadlift technique and, you know, we'll bring in some of our 20s and 30 year olds too, but, you know, this, this pain component to your back pain, I mean, you could be younger and have back pain and and deadlifting is still very helpful because you're probably doing it wrong. Right. But when you think about this, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 year olds, there's some degenerative arthritic changes. Age-related. That's not a scary thing, but there is a compressive problem. You you could have a history of some disc issues or nerve compressions that maybe the input to your glutes is a little bit altered, and that affects it. And so when we talk deadlifting, we're talking about firing the muscles that have been asleep and getting compression off of your back, which is a huge problem. You know, interestingly, show me a person with the X-ray or the MRI that says degenerative changes degenerative disc disease, lumbar stenosis, all of those things, all the more reason to deadlift. I mean, it sounds crazy to people, but when we start to talk about what are we talking, we're talking about using our hips, not our back. Why would I want to take all of that pathoanatomy that we talk about, right? All those bad looking pictures and load through there. Well, this is what some of our healthcare provision providers think that deadlifting is. They think that it's loading the back, and that is incorrect. Deadlifting is loading the hips. We are stabilizing the lower back with the core and loading the hips. So again, all of the pathoanatomy that we see on x-rays and MRIs, we don't want to load that. We are in agreement on that. We're unloading it in a Absolutely. sense. Right, because your glute max and your hamstrings, they are your drivers in a deadlift. Your core, some of your groin muscles, your abdominal muscles, they're more stabilizers. Well, we want things stabilizing. Right. I mean, that, I right. mean that's the point. Right. Um, so absolutely, um, we got to keep doing this. Yeah, so we're seeing the f- improvement in function and protection of the lower back We're seeing an improvement in bone density, which is huge in our retired and aging population. And we're seeing a reduction in back pain by taking the pressure off of the lower back and putting it where it should be 
into that hip complex. I'm going to throw in one more idea, and, and we are not probably the specialists to talk about this, so you may say, ooh, yeah, we might have to bring in somebody else, but where do hormones come in to yeah. doing this? Well, you know, testosterone yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. and these things sure. with, with lifting weights. Well, I think that's a great point, and, and you and I are capable enough to say, here's what we know about strength training, that it improves hormone profiles. Okay. Right? So if I have a decrease in uh, growth hormone and estrogen and testosterone, should I be doing some weight training? The answer is yes. Yes. The answer is yes, because those are going to help to improve all of those hormone markers. If that's what we're working on, then deadlifting or any of the kind of weight training needs to be part of our kind of holistic program. Right. And that's not even bringing in the mental health aspect with cortisol and stress and some of those hormones. So yes, deadlifting is safe. It is effective. It is functional. It is helpful for bone density. It is a pain reducer. It has a hormone component, right? Like with a skilled therapist teaching you proper technique, this can be a very lifelong uh, induced exercise. Let's just finish up by staying right there for a minute on kind of a little bit of the deadlift form, but not much, and safety. Unfortunately, like you mentioned, you know, there's I don't know what the percentage of physical therapists that think deadlifting is not safe. Uh, there are lots of deadlifting videos on the internet. Um, a lot of them are very good. Um, and so the deadlift form is very important. So we do need to get this right you know, a neutral spine, an engaged core and hips. And sometimes patients don't have enough hip mobility to deadlift, um, you know, very deep. deep. Right. Right. So we adjust that. So deadlifting is, in my mind, critical to thriving. But boy, we do have to get this right. And I want patients to be very particular about learning how to deadlift. And it does need to be by someone who is... Well-trained, like a physical therapist who specializes in orthopedics, who probably deadlifts themselves and can really get you into a correct position because it's very powerful. But like anything else, it needs to be done correctly. That's right. And it's a hip hinge. Yes. It's not a squat. And, you know, when we have this other podcast, we'll talk about some of that. I I can't tell you how many times in the past 30 days I've heard the word empowering. Okay. When people get this when they feel those muscles turn on and i'm talking the 25 year old the 55 year old the 85 year old i'm consistently hearing how empowering this is we got to keep doing it yeah we've got to be on it so um let's let's get back soon with kind of breaking out some of the important things of how do i hip hinge what position should my head and my spine be right very important but we just want to get out to you patients just start to change your mentality. You don't need to run out and deadlift tomorrow, uh, but you need to start to think about, should I be deadlifting and squatting, by the way, also? Two different exercises, similar, very different, very good. The answer is yes, you should. Now, you might have to start again to do a little research and start to chew on this, maybe contact a good physical therapist and talk to them about that. But it's such an important topic. We just wanted to get it out there and get started on it. My last word is don't let fear cripple you. I love it. Awesome, Caleb. Thanks, brother. Yep. Yep.